What's up, leaders? Welcome back to Vitamin Lead, your healthy dose of leadership. I hope that you are enjoying this series on Pirates of the Compelling Team. Thank you for tuning in. Would you subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts, Anchor maybe. Uh, would you subscribe and then would you share one of your favorite episodes? Maybe this Pirates of the Compelling Team is some of your favorite episodes. Would you share that with somebody that you know? And then go like us on Facebook or Instagram so you can keep up with some of the videos, the cool things that we're doing. Because you know now, don't you, that we are going to be in Atlanta, in Hotlanta, May 1st through the 3rd. And so we want all of our Atlanta listeners, we want to grab coffee with you before work in the morning one of those days or a late night snack or something like that. And so if you are interested in joining us at Atlanta, email us at vitaminleadteam at gmail.com. We would love to get together with you and have some fun there while we are in Atlanta. And then if you are in the Virginia Beach, Norfolk area, we're going to be doing a meetup in June here in this area. More details to come. If you are interested in that, email us at vitaminleadteam at gmail.com. We are so looking forward to being a part of that with you. But for now, let's get into it today. This is part three of our series called Pirates of the Compelling Team. And today we're going to talk about the Jolly Roger. All of you in Pittsburgh are rejoicing. Or if you're a Pirates fan, Pittsburgh Pirates fan, you're rejoicing right now, right? Um, but the question we're trying to answer here uh, this week is we're asking ourselves, how can we balance a compelling vision with day-to-day -day operations and the leadership of our teams as we as we lead our teams? And so, you know, our, our first episode, we talked about you as the captain. You are captain blank, right? Do you remember that? And that you've got to be leading a vision that's meaningful and that one, it's one where people matter. And so when people matter... You, you get to know the crew around you. You begin to ask questions. You do your get to know you montage with them. That's what we talked about in the second episode. Who are the people that are working with you and why are they along for the ride? You're getting to know them. And so then today, one of the things that I think is so important, if you're going to balance vision and day-to-day -day operations, is you need to begin to uh, figure out your team identity. That's where the Jolly Roger comes in. Do you know a little bit about the history of the Jolly Roger? The Jolly Roger in the 17th and 18th century, that's the time of, you know, Blackbeard and all of those pirates. Uh, what they would do is they would raise that flag before they would attack an oncoming ship. So they would know so that the people that they were going after uh, would surrender. But what I found really interesting as I began to study the history of the Jolly Roger is that it crept back up in the British Royal Navy submarines in the early 1900s. And it evolved to a point where they would raise these flags as they came up out of the water, where the symbols that were on the flag would tell the history of the submarine and what battles they had been through. If they had a tor torpedo direct hit or whatever it was, the, the flags that they would raise on top of it would begin to tell the story of that ship and what they had done. You see, as, as we build team identity, what it needs to be is it needs to help people not only have vision, but understand how their day-to-day -day effectiveness is affecting the vision of that ship, of that submarine, right? Like um, if, 
if they're joining you, they want to know that this is a team identity. This is what we do as a team. And so think about it, right? If you're a British Royal Navy submarine, people are not water skiing off the back of you, right? Have you, have you thought about that with your team? Are there things that it's just not you and that's okay, right? I, one, one of the teams I lead is a call center team. And I would love to give these folks Google hours. And I think a lot of people read about Google and they go, oh, I want the Google hours or I want the easy or I want the, the flexible work from home for everybody to be a part of this. But the fact is, is when you run a call center, you got to be open at a certain time. You got to close at a certain time and you need people to fill uh, the role during those times. And so it's important to understand the function of what you do as a team because that really does play into your team identity. So that you can at some point say, but you know what? That's not part of our identity. We're not going to do that because that's not actually part of our identity and what we do. And so what are some things you can do to begin to define your team identity? I think the first thing that you do is you look at your history. That's what these submarine flags were doing. What victories have we won as a team? This is where you got to lean on the people that have been in the organization a little bit longer to kind of go, what are the, some of the things that we've done that have been impactful? If your team hasn't done a whole lot, come up with a small victory. If you're, if you're talking about your home, your house, and you want to be a leader in your house, go out and volunteer for two hours helping in your community somewhere. Get that small victory. Because the fact is, is for every single one of us, when we get outside of ourselves and we get a small victory, it makes us want to desire greater victories. So there's got to be a history that we look at that helps to propel us forward as part of our team identity. What is your team identity? What's your history look like? And then second of all, you got to ask yourself, what were we commissioned for? Like I was saying about the call center, what, what's the purpose and function of this team? Because that's so important. Did you know that Sir Francis Drake was actually commissioned by the Queen as a sort of pirate to take down the Spanish Armadas? I didn't know that. But he, he had a commission there. And when he came back after he had done this mission successfully, uh, he was knighted by the Queen. A pirate knighted. Who, who, who knew, right? But if you remember what you were commissioned for, man, if, if you're a church, how much easier does it get than this? What were you commissioned for? If you get outside of those things, man, you're missing it. If you're, you're missing what you're commissioned for, whatever your function of your team is, whether it be a business, community organization, a, a home, what were you commissioned for? What does your team do? If, if, if you're a leader in the home, Man, that's, the, that's one of the coolest things because it's actually pretty broad. You can define what your team does and you can define what your team is commissioned to do. This is what we do as this family. We're generous with people. We donate our clothes to Goodwill, you know. We don't just hoard all of our stuff in piles. Like we donate to people and we give to people less fortunate than us. Whatever that is, what are you commissioned for? And then the last thing is, what will success look for look like for us in six months? As a team and as individuals, what will success look for like for us in the, in the next six months? For some people, it's going to be that they are able to go take that other job somewhere else. 
For us, it might be that we meet that big goal that seems so far off on the horizon, but if we just take bite-sized chunks from here to six months from now, we'll be able to make it. What will success look for it like for us in six months? One of the things we did last summer as a team was we wanted to give our team members a compelling vision of what they could become as part of our organization. So we did something cool. Uh, I'm sure you've heard of it in sports. They do kind of like a declare day where the athlete will declare what college they're going to go to. And so we just decided to take a little bit of a funky twist on this. And we, we said, here's what we're going to do. We're going to tell our people, here's the different places you can go in our organization. Here's the different functions you could do. And so we're just going to do a declare day where you get to go, hey, listen, here's what I want to do six months from now as part of this broader team to be successful. And so as they did that, what the really cool thing is, is some of them actually have met those goals in those next six months. And it really provides a great talking point when our coaches are meeting with them on a weekly basis, it gives them something to talk about. Okay, that's the far vision. How did you do this week on this piece that I gave you? Did you read that article that I sent to you? Uh, have you had that tough conversation that we said you should have? It provides a way for people to take bite-sized steps towards the bigger goal that they have. And so if you're looking to create team identity, something that people can do, you need to look at history. What victories have we won? Second of all, what were we commissioned for? Remember why you were commissioned and what you were asked to do. And then third of all, what will success look like for us in the next six months? Because if you can define those things for your team, it becomes a lot easier in the day-to-day to have conversations around those things. Have conversation about the history, have conversation about what are we actually commissioned to do, and then have conversations about, okay, if that's the goal six months from now, what do we need to do today to get to that point? What could we do today? What's a bite-sized thing we could do today to accomplish that goal six months from now? Those are good questions. That's hoisting the Jolly Roger. That's putting it up where you go. This is our team identity and this is who we are. And as you do that, the great thing about team identity and hoisting the Jolly Roger is having an identity can help you when people begin to drift or they become apathetic. It can kind of bring you back to center. But you as a team, you need to really identify that, figure out what those things are. So we've talked about you as the captain. You know, you are Captain Blank. We're doing meaningful things where people matter. We're bringing along our team. We have the get to know you montage. And then we're hoisting the Jolly Roger where we know our history. We know what we were commissioned for. And we know what direction we're heading in the next six months so that we can take steps day by day. So what we're going to do next week is we're going to talk about, I'm sorry, not next week, but in the next episode, what we're going to talk about is swabbing the decks. (laughs) One of the most basic things that happens on a pirate ship. One of those things that's not always fun to talk about, but it's something that begins to help us accomplish what we need to do as a crew. Swabbing the deck. We're going to talk about second nature habits that you develop on the team that you're leading. Thank you again for listening. Uh, This has been Vitamin Lead, your healthy dose of leadership. And I am your host, TJ Reed. I look forward to talking to you soon. Bye-bye.